Okay, welcome to another episode of Two Lively Old Men. I've been gone for a couple of weeks, so we haven't had a chance to talk much. So I know I've got pent up energy when it comes with that. So does Derek. How That's doing, right. I'm doing great. Just glad to be back here. Yeah, I was gone for about two weeks off on vacation in Northern California. Enjoyed the fuck out of it. Seriously. You might not have noticed that our last podcast was a little outdated. Um, uh, Eric mentioned the strike uh, still going on, but it wasn't at that point. Right, Eric? Yeah. Oh, actually, they settled. When, when did we hear the final vote? Uh, Saturday, I believe. We heard the final vote. And so today we went to a meeting and found out how we're going to get integrated back into work. So yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah. It could be, could be positive. Though. I'm going to keep a positive attitude. I think we did a hell of a job out there and uh, we might have gotten everything we wanted. And I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but, you know, we have to move forward and have to be positive about it. We're talking about change before and this right. definitely change, you know, so. We still got a good job. We still make good money. We still got good benefits. And I'm still five to seven years from retiring. So <laughs> if you're lucky, things could change, really. I mean, I, I, I honestly think you got about 20 years left. <laughs> of working? Oh, yeah, dude. If I'm if I'm working like anything like this, no. I might be doing something else. Yes, possibly. Maybe I'll be doing this. Wouldn't that work out great? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get more than 10 listeners. Yeah, I think we do have more than 10, actually. I think so. Um, yes. I, I think my mom just listens to it a whole bunch, like my music on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to give a big shout-out to BCTGM Local 364 for all their efforts, for all the people that helped us when the Irons, Iron Workers Union came out, when the Portland Thorns team came out. We had local people from around the community that came out, gave us food, gave us support, picketed with us. It was amazing to see, actually. It was so awesome. And I mean, it changed the way I, you know, I look at things now. I mean, it changed my whole outlook on, you know, people striking and, and what I would want to do to help them. And I mean, it was amazing, the support we got. I just, it's incredible. I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. It was overwhelming, you know. Yes. Yes. I learned a lot about people. Yeah, me too. Through this. Me too. Hard to explain exactly. Uh, well, I can explain in a short. You know, you watch the news, you see everything, and these corporations are trying to take advantage of you, and you start to think the world's a bunch of shitbags. Yes. Okay, and, yeah. And then you realize that not everybody's a shitbag. No. we The amount of people I met and the support and the, I would maybe even say love, I felt from some of these people, especially these rallies when you had all these people show up and definitely. Yeah. But it, it was quite the experience. Yep. And we I, had some top key players in the political arena too. Oh yeah. Several big political names in the area showed up. Yes. That was pretty neat. Yeah. Um, so not to say I'd want to go through it again, but it was not a bad learning experience either. So, there was a lot of action out there. I mean, um, it, some parts were getting violent, and um, I mean, there was a lot of bad stuff going on. It was a little scary, you know, at some point. Right. You know, you don't really want anybody to get hurt, you know. You don't want to see anybody fighting. So when all this type of stuff happened, when I was on, that's when I was on vacation in California. So I wasn't seeing, because it hadn't started yet when, when I had left on vacation. Right. So I was just seeing videos online on Facebook from the, uh, 
union page. I'm like, holy shit, it's amped up a couple notches. Oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. They amped up a lot. You missed all the real good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a show. Or I got out just in time. But it just goes to show how passionate people can yes, get. Yes, it did. And, and for good or for bad. And, you know, people are just sick of, of these corporations, you know, sit, taking all the money and not giving anything back. I mean, I mean, people are making like $15, $16 an hour while these corporations are making hundreds of millions or even billions. It's, yes. it's, it's a ridiculous. Yes, it is. So, I mean... But we got a lot of, I got a lot of support anyway from people that I wasn't 100% expecting to say anything at all. And they did say stuff and told me they weren't buying products and whatnot. So I really appreciate that from people. That was, people went over and above what I thought they would do, at least around me. So, right. And I'd like to give a shout out to the Carl's Jr. Uh, what's the address of that Carl's Jr. right there on, that's on MLB in Columbia or something like that? Yeah, right there. Um, they uh, let us use their bathrooms and let us use their parking. I mean, that is really cool. I mean, they don't have to do that. And I parked there all the time. And the girls didn't like to go in the honey bucket. So they went to Carl's Jr. to go to the bathroom, which I don't blame them. When yeah, I'm not a girl, over, but I wouldn't want to. Well, either. when shit's overflowing and you're sitting on toilet paper. Yeah. That's pretty gross. Yep, it is. Yeah, so. I'm just glad it's over, even though, you know, there's a little disappointment. But I'm ready to move on. Well, that's what we have to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Definitely. Suck it up. It's over. Didn't get everything you wanted, but we need to move on. I'm going to stay positive. All right. So we're off that. Uh, so I got to bring this up. Um, we started a Facebook page for this podcast called the Two Lively Old Men yes. podcast. Anyway, I posted about something from a cast we made uh, earlier. It might have been our first podcast about rock and Christmas music. Yes. And I had posted Alice Cooper doing Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Derek makes a comment to me about it being a good idea that I put on a Christmas playlist together now. I'm like, dude, I got the idea from you. I know. <laughs> so He's like, oh, yeah, I guess that's right. You did, didn't you? Yeah. I found that hilarious. And then you respond. I'm like, oh, my God, really? Yeah. yeah I'm very oh, yeah, I guess I did do that, didn't I? Yeah. That's my one brain cell I told you I had is working overtime. Yeah. That's hilarious, though. I mean, I do shit like that all the time, too. It's like my wife will say something, and I'll respond, and she'll go, wait a minute. You're the one that told me that. And I'll be, no, I didn't. I... Now, wait is, a that, minute. is that a man thing, or is it just – Wait a minute. Maybe I did say that. Is it a man thing, or is it a game old thing? Because I could say it's both, probably. You could argue either way. Yeah. Uh, but it gets worse as you get older, especially if you're a man. <laughs> right? <laughs> so you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Exactly. It's going to suck either way you look at it. Right. Exactly. Although we haven't helped ourselves over the years, you and I either. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, we've killed a few brain cells more than maybe we should have. So, right. I feel that too. You know, I like forget all the time while I'm going in a room and, and, you know, I, I forget what I'm looking for. And, oh, yeah. I might not have been looking for something. Then I'll walk back out the room, go sit back down, thinking, all right, well, at some point it'll get to me. As soon as I sit back down, oh, damn it. Now I remember it. Now that I sat back down, now you have to get your lazy ass back up and walk all the way to that fucking room again. Crazy. That's right. I was going to take a piss. How'd I forget that? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's funny. I can sometimes forget. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, crap. I should have waited too long. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, so I kind of goes away. I've always been fairly regular with that. I drink a lot of water in my lifetime, so. Yeah, I mean, I still drink a lot of water. That's all I drink, really. I mean, um, I drink coffee and water, and I, I mean, that's all I drink. Once in a while, I drink some cranberry grape juice, but not very often. I drink vodka, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to drink too much lately. I've quit drinking beer, more or less. I hardly ever drink beer anymore. So which people that have known me over the years find that crazy when they hear that. So I love beer. but I used to go to beer festivals. I made my own beer at one point. Um, I could tell you all about beers that are out there, ones that are good, ones that are right, you know, like a wine person. Would. I always wanted to do that. Everybody I've ever tried their beer that they made is really yeasty and gross. I, nobody's really perfected it, and I've tried their homemade beer. Oh, know? really? Yeah. I got a lot of compliments for mine. So no kidding. What I got it? it from a friend of mine who's not here anymore, Greg. But uh, he had made it and said he always every every time he makes it, everybody likes it. I mean, if you can like find your your recipe the the way you like it, right? I mean, that would be the way to go, right? Right. I mean, once you get your your thing down, I mean, you start to save money, right? And you got it the way you like it. You can put it, the, your alcohol content that you like. It was similar to me smoking meat that I do now in that it was a, a process that you had to have patience for it to turn out correctly in the end. Yeah, I can understand that. And it's if a, you don't follow the process and have the patience at the end, the product is like, this is bullshit. This tastes horrible. See, that's my problem with everything in life. I don't have any fucking – I mean, I'm working on it, but I have no patience. So all my shit like that, like you just spoke of, I fuck up because <laughs> – I don't go through the full process because I don't have no patience, you know? Like, you're really pissing me off just to show you my patience. is waiting in lines for too long. I just, I hate that, you know? It's like, ugh. Like, just sitting in that traffic on the way here, you know? I'm like, ugh. You know? I just like, I got to work on that, you know? I mean, I was worse when I was younger. I mean, I'd cuss out construction and people were like, come on, it's my fucking turn, asshole. So I used to do a lot of yelling in the car, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, uh, when my son was two, I think, taking him to the babysitters before I go to work, and I'm behind a, a car, and I start to grumble or mumble or something. All of a sudden, my son yells, come on, old man, get going. <laughs> I looked at him, and I'm like, oh, shit, I probably say something like that all the time, don't I? Right. <laughs> like a two-year-old kid, come on, old man, let's get going. That reminds me of a, a time when my kids were little, and my daughter, Crystal, um, you know, my wife threw somebody in the finger, right? Oh, okay. And uh, when I looked back, my youngest daughter was like, she had the wrong finger up, but she's like, but she's doing it too. <laughs> yeah, yes. she was like two years old. It was funny. Yeah, she's flipping them the bird, her bird. Yeah. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about music now, since you know it's been a while. They're on a text messaging back and forth, and we just had a discussion not that long ago, minutes ago actually about artists that even though you like their music, you oftentimes can't understand what it is they're saying. Right. A good example, Bob Dylan. Yes. Okay, so Bob Dylan, when he was younger, for the most part, you could understand him. There was some stuff that was still kind of not sure what it was. But as it got older, it got worse and worse and worse. Yes. Now you can – I mean, you used to be able to figure out the song at least. Now you got to like wait for the chorus or something to come up. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you still don't even know. What I mean, I don't know why anybody would want to maybe just to see a legendary Bob Dylan, I guess. Um, and 
but gosh, he's he's awful. So did you just about say almost? I don't know why anybody would pay money to see him live. Yes, I've seen him live five times. <laughs> <laughs> Paid every time. Did you ever understand what he was saying? Uh, yeah, or early on. Yeah, of course. But later, I took my wife her first time ever and saw Bob Dylan. Um, he was playing with John Mellencamp, and good concert by the way. But because I knew his songs well enough and see him live enough, I was able to keep up with what was going on. But there's several times she looked at me and she goes, what the hell is he saying? What song is this? I've been lost for two hours. <laughs> it's like a Rolling Stone. Honey. Don't you remember that song? Yeah. Right? This sounds nothing like like a Rolling Stone. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, Dylan being one of them, uh, James you know, Brown. Um, Bob Dylan, I got to say something. Oh, okay. Um, my mom told me, and I don't know if this is true, but – like remember he did that song like Lady Lelay or something like that. Lay Lady Lay. Lay yeah. Lady Lay. Back in the way back. I mean, yeah, that was one of his first. That was one of stuff. his first ones. Yeah. So my mom said that he got in a bad car accident, and and when he got in the car accident, I don't know if this is true. I have to look it up, but um, she said he sounded different after that. And if you listen to like that song and, and the the music on that album, and then listen to it after a certain point, he kind of changed. He did change. He was kind of singing on on that song, but then you start to go to like, hey, it's like, oh, no, 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 like that, you know what I so mean? So you're thinking that if he got in an accident, maybe it caused something that nobody I, really was told about? I don't know, but I mean. Kind of like Paul McCartney with the Beatles? and Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's a conspiracy. Um, he did get in an accident, I'm sure, but I don't know if it affected the way he's saying. Yeah, well, it's an interesting theory. I Because, yeah, when he's younger, he doesn't sound what he sounds like when he gets older. Like He does change. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Which is not that unusual for for singers when they're younger. And when they, I mean, look at you know your hard rock singers nowadays. And the so. stuff he wrote was so profound. Yes, his writing. And, uh, my wife had made a comment to me about I don't know how anybody can really like Bob Dylan. She feels that way about Jerry Garcia too. And I told her I said it's, for Bob, it's not really his singing ability. Right. It's about the music that he's able to write and right. put to music. Right. And usually the music's pretty as well. He's one of those kind of protest singers who. Yes. You know, who sing about causes and, and yes. you know, like how many bridges will a man have to cross before they call him a man or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, like you said earlier, he's very profound in what he writes. Yeah. And I actually do love Bob Dylan. I mean, when he's on Traveling Wilburys, and that was a great combination. He did fine in there. He was sing, sang fine in there, you know. Right. Like we said before, you know, not everybody who's a great artist is the best singer. No. You know, and not everybody who's a good singer is really that great of an artist, right? Like technically, Mick Jagger ain't the greatest singer. No, he's not. But he's great. But he's great. Yeah. So I don't know how to explain that. You know, sometimes it's it's because he was with other people in a band, and that sound just clicked right then. Yes. And they did. They him and Keith clicked. Yeah. They had their their moments, but they clicked like when they brothers. got when when they got into a studio to put something together. Keith talks about it in his book. We clicked. He goes, we didn't see eye to eye with stuff outside the studio often, even though there's a couple albums they didn't because he uh, Keith wanted to go one way and you know yeah it's a magic mix and you just think of those guys who would have never met they could be working in a burger place somewhere yes know? yeah it's, it's it's weird the way fate works out that way it's like you know these guys meet each other robert plant jimmy page uh you know steven tyler joe perry you know there's always those two guitar player singer that mesh together very well and it shows yes yes know? definitely right so it's usually that those two too are usually the, the you know the leaders of the band you know um in most cases you know not like fleetwood mac you know you got mick fleetwood is a drummer but 
Yeah. I, would say, a, I would say Stevie Nicks is the leader of that band. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, well, let's go into that, actually. So have you been listening to the, what's been going on with uh, Fleetwood Mac? No, but I actually listened to Lindsey Buckingham's new album, and I really liked it. So there was supposedly uh, a talk about Lindsey Buckingham rejoining the band. That would be the best thing. Okay. And then uh, I'm not sure how it got to this point, but Lindsey Buckingham made a comment that's out on, on social media and everything about the reason they're not together is because basically Stevie has never gotten over him, and she's possibly even still in love with him. <laughs> and Stevie's like, you're a fucking idiot. You he know, he shouldn't have said that. I don't, exactly. I don't think that's the case, but, but he said it. So he's obviously full of himself still. So, but yeah, so that, so there was talk about Lindsay would get back together with him one last time for a farewell tour. Like they've done probably four of them now, I think, but <laughs> a lot of bands do. Yeah. Well, they make so much damn money and they got people right. that are my age who have the money to can pay the ticket price and go see them now. Kiss had a couple of farewell tours. I yeah. Mean, this is actually... just started another one just like a week <laughs> no. ago. Right. Right. We should but, do that on a podcast of how many bands had a farewell tour sometime. Or just put a, a list of those guys and then never retired. Molly Crew, remember, they signed a contract saying they would never get back together. Again. Oh, that's right. They did. <laughs> but Fleetwood Mac, let's get back to Fleetwood Mac because I, I want to say a few things about them and Lindsey Buckingham. Okay. I would not go pay to see Fleetwood Mac without Lindsey Buckingham. Uh, I watched. I 100% agree with that. I watched their lineup on. Um, you know, YouTube of their concerts without Lindsey Buckingham. And there's a hole there. And to replace that hole, they need two guitar players to replace him. It's, it's He's it's, talented. He When people talk about best guitar players, his name doesn't come up I that know. often. I really wish I would have put him on my list. He's going on my list now because he's so <laughs> unique the way he plays. Your ever-expanding list. He's like a, a master finger picker. Yes. And, and he can really wail. And when it's time to play a solo, he can do that just as well, too. Yes, he's very underrated when it comes to guitar players. I agree with you. But I've always been infatuated with Stevie Nicks. And he does a theme from to day the day one. Yeah, of course. She was a big, <laughs> right? Yeah. And plus, her voice is, is, is. And I love her voice. Yeah, she's yes. got a, a really. Cool and her voice. persona that she puts out there on stage with the big flowing cape yeah. and the. They almost feel like Lord of the Rings type mystical witch or something. You I know, know, I almost think there. that the Eagles wrote witchy woman about her, but it's not. Oh, it's not. Okay, I thought I mean, maybe it could be. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that, but I don't know. I don't know that. You know, but I just wouldn't. I think Lindsey Buckingham is an amazing talent. I mean, these bands got to work their shit out. Yes, and sometimes they just don't. Right. Plain and simple, they don't. I know it's all a relationship at the beginning, but then it becomes a business. And you got to work your stuff out. I mean, no, nobody wants to see Fleetwood Mac without Lindsey fucking Buckingham. Well, some people did. Obviously, they did sell some tickets. Well, fuck that. It's like Guns N' Roses going on tour with, uh, you know, DJ Ashburn and Bumblefoot <laughs> to take Slash's place. You know, and then Buckethead too. You know, it's like, how many guitar players do you need to take Slash's place? I mean, because Slash is so amazing. So I would have to say there is no way I'd go see GNR without Slash. Right. Slash is the reason I love GNR. Me too. I so. Mean, he made Without Slash, it's not GNR. Him so. and Izzy made the distinctive guitar sound. Yes, him and Izzy. Yes, yeah. exactly. So even Izzy deserves that credit. You'll too. get to read about that in that book sitting over there next. Izzy was a cool cat, man. Uh, uh, he was he was kind of like a loner type, um, but he really, if you go online, he wasn't really commercialized, but he did a lot of music. So oh, if, yeah. you, if you want to check it out, I mean, he he does good music, and that song. Um, 
14 years. I don't know if anybody realizes this, but the song you ever heard 14 years by Guns N' Roses? Uh, probably, but it's off the top of my head. I'm not so, thinking. Uh, I always thought Axel was singing it, but it's Izzy Stradlin's actually singing it. So there's a couple songs in there where I'm like, that's not Axel, is it? Right. So maybe Duff McKagan sings a couple songs. I know Duff does them, yeah. So Izzy has one or two as well, so maybe yeah. I have heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's one song called The Garden where Alice Cooper sings with uh, uh, Axel on what album is that? That double album. I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah, it's a good one. And then Axel also does a song on Alice Cooper's album. Um, I forgot the name of it, but I got it on my playlist. Go check it out. If I find it. I have it. a new respect for Alice Cooper once I saw him live for the first time. He's awesome. Yes. I, I, I used to listen to him a lot back in the 70s and maybe the early 80s. Um, then I quit listening to him, basically. Well, he's the first, so, he's the first shock Yes. You know, rocker. Yes. I mean, he's, he was out there, you know. Agreed. He had a theater going and he, he cut off, you know, his own head and stuff and people's heads. And it was quite entertaining. I heard he's back to doing that again. Even. So what's funny about that is people, how do I say this? I guess they associate the things he does on stage with devil and Satan and worship and stuff. Right. And then if you really know who Alice Cooper is, he is nothing like that at all right he's a christian he's actually, actually a christian yes <laughs> yeah. and he has several different charities that he helps feed people and, and all types of shit he it's was just, in arizona phoenix it's show business man like kiss yes you know, everybody's a show uh, gene simmons just was like a demon but does he worship the devil i don't think so they used to say ozzy worships the devil i mean he says in that song you know they say i worship the devil why don't they open their eyes i'm just a rock and roll rebel oh yes so they're, they're just rock and roll rebels. That's it. The Period. church leader I had back in the day called Kiss Knights in Satan's Service. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. And I kind of rolled my eyes and went, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you can make up anything to anything. I know. That's just crazy. But there are bands that actually do you know, worship the devil and actually do Satanistic music. And I'm just not into that. I'm like, not. Whatever. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Right. You're not hurting anybody else. If you're not hurting anybody else, then whatever. Right. There's a lot of strange shit out there. You know that. There is. <laughs> I mean, look at you. <laughs> well, like we just said earlier today, I'm the better looking one, luckily. So. Gosh, I don't know why you think that. I think we got to post pictures of ourselves and have people judge. <laughs> Your uh, cousin posted a picture of you from years ago that everybody was commenting on Facebook the other about last week. Yeah. Yeah. Remember where I called you? Yeah, you're ugly or something. Or oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was my cousin did that because I was wondering how that stupid picture got back up there and started making the rounds again. I was like, this picture is like twelve <laughs> years old. Why? Why is people commenting all of a sudden? Hey, I made some type of comment about yeah, you were ugly then too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what ugly people like to say. You know, to... you know, I don't think you have any problem with your self image, so. <laughs> No, I don't. It is what it is. It is what it is. And I've been married, so I don't have to worry about it anyway. She has no problem with it, I don't think. Uh, Doesn't really say so anyway, right? She says I need a haircut. I rarely hear that one. I used to. She says she wants to cut my hair, and I just say I want to just keep growing it long. If you got it, I don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you got it, though, I mean, whatever. Do it. Yeah, I barely got it. Barely. Well, how old are you now? I'm 50. Even? Yep. Oh, okay. So we're almost seven years difference. I got 57 uh, in, in 
Five days? I like to consider myself a half a century. You are half a century. I know. I like that. I like the sound of that. I I'm, saw, wait, I'm more than half a century. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an antique. That's right. So when we're sitting here talking music, uh, do you sometimes amaze yourself? Because I've had some comments from people that have listened to the cast about some of the things you know that you forgot you knew or didn't realize you knew or however you put it when we're talking or even even when we're not talking on the podcast and we're just talking music. Sometimes you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I knew that. Yes, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and another thing is like when we sit here and bullshit, you know, I always listen to the podcast again. Yeah. Just to see where I can, you know, work on things and, and right. maybe put some information that we talked about that I might not have remembered on our page, stuff like that. But uh, um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but so just the other day when I said that about uh, does it kind of amaze yourself that you remember or think something? I also have many, many memories. And my friend Risa and John will attest to this. Even Todd would attest to this of not having a memory, actually. I know I was there. But that's what I mean. <laughs> that's what I was going to say, too. Is like I listened back to it. And it's like new to me because, you know, we get so into this conversation. I kind of forget what we're even talking about <laughs> in the first place, you know? So it's like kind of new to me. It's like listening to a, a new show. What show is this again? Right. Two Lively Old Men. So if you're not following us on Facebook, by the way, uh, we have a Facebook page, group page. It's open to everybody. You don't have to be invited. But uh, the Two Lively Old Men podcast, check it out. Yeah, Eric looks really old, but me, I look really young, you know. So Eric is all gray and, and, and you know. And so I'm, I'm going to post a picture of myself and let you decide where the hell you want to decide. How's that? Yeah, I'm all clean and clear complexion. But luckily, I don't give a fuck either, so. Now, I'm just a beautiful guy. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. No. I will say, though, I've lost 35 pounds. I feel better, and I think I look better. So Honestly, Eric, you look great, actually, to be honest. But I'm no John Travolta either. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna say what I said last time with the humana humana, but uh, <laughs> you actually really do look good. I mean, you look like you really are taking care of yourself. So. That's good. I got and mostly without doing any exercise. It's all been changing my diet, is all. Well. That's crazy, right? Yeah. But you still should do some exercise. No, actually, I've been starting up doing stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. that that will help I want to maintain, help maintain it without having to stay on such a strict. Yeah, way and as you get older, you know, you lose muscle and yep. bone. Yeah. You well, gotta, step at a time. If I try to do too, I found out years ago. If I try to do too much at once, then I right. don't do anything it's at like all. It's like a diet if you like cut too much out at once. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, that patience. Right. You got you learn patience there. I'm trying. I'm <laughs> trying. It's a work in progress. All right, man. Well, we're going to shut this one down for a moment, uh, get ourselves a break, and then we're going to do another one right after this. Yes. And thanks for listening, and please pass it on to everybody. We would like to get this out there. And we've got more things planned in the future, ways to upgrade and so forth. So yep. I got pages. Hear it? Pages of shit. So you this, can is Eric, this is Eric's stuff. I got a binder here full of shit. I write shit as I'm thinking. Anyway, Hear and that? Now I think twice a day. That's real sound effects right there. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. Happy trails to you until we meet again.